0: Welcome to the Why Weight Elevate podcast, where we share key information to help you lose weight the right way and then transition to a lifestyle that helps you keep it off. Hi, everyone. It's Quincy. Welcome to the Way Elevate podcast. Thanks for taking a moment to listen to us. Hopefully that you'll find this beneficial and helpful. Ron is here with me and March is Colorectal Cancer Awareness Month. And today we want to talk about a fun topic of constipation. Aren't you guys excited? It's National Poop Month. <laughs> exactly. Hopefully we won't throw in too many puns in here, but um, we we want to be able to, to have a quick talk about constipation. Um, there's a lot of different opinions on what causes it and how to help it. So Ron, first let's start on what causes constipation?
1: Lots of things. Okay,
0: such as? Oh, uh,
1: a couple of things. One, dehydration can definitely do it. Um, from one extreme would be dehydration. the other extreme would be some type of mass, so cancer. Okay. So kind of spectrum between that. okay um, diet does diet in fact it? Definitely can play a role with it, but um, this is the type of diet you're having. Um, it's what those foods break into. Basically, think of um, the intestine, the the GI tract is a continuous tube. So when people say they eat food, they're not really eating. Well, they're eating food, but food doesn't go into us; it goes through us. So it's one continuous tube,
0: mm-hmm. basically,
1: from your mouth to your rectum. So when you put it in, it has to follow through this process. So very simple. When you put it in your mouth, you grind it up. It gets broken up. You put more sugar. So uh, saliva so, uh, making it more moist goes into your stomach. Enzymes start breaking it down. Basically, makes it into a sludge that travels through your small intestine, where you absorb things. And then when you get to the large intestine, we the goal is to start reabsorbing some of the fluid to put it back in the body, but also to make the stool harder or more formed. So when you have a bowel movement and that's when you're seeing it in the toilet is more of a form process of what you didn't absorb. Okay. So it's a byproduct of the things you've eaten that weren't absorbed. Constipation is a longer or basically harder to have a bowel movement. And again, everybody depends on your age. Seems like the more experience we get, we get obsessed with the amount of frequency of our bowel movements and it's like, I have to go every day. You don't have to go every day. Everybody's a little bit different. Some people go several times a day. Some people will go several days without a bowel movement. So it's one, it's the frequency, but it's two, it's also the amount of effort you have to put in to have the bowel movement. Okay. So if you're having to strain, even if you're going two or three times a day, but you're straining and it's very small poop or deer dropping type things, That's concerning. If you go every three or four days and it's nice and soft, almost like, not that you're going to put your hand and mess with it, but it's almost like Play-Doh. It has a form, but it's- Like toothpaste, maybe? Toothpaste or something along that. And you feel like you're emptying yourself, then you don't don't have to stress about it, even though you're not going every day. So it's not just, it's a combination of the consistency of it. And the frequency of it.
0: Okay. Other things that I've also heard that could potentially affect is medications can also affect your ability to have regular bowel movements. Always,
1: all the time, especially pain medications. Yeah. So lots of medications can definitely alter that, but pain medications are most common because it's actually slowing the whole peristalsis or basically the process of moving the stool through the GI tract. Okay.
0: Okay. Our parasites, sometimes your gut flora could be off. Your biome could be off as well. Yeah. All these things can impact it as well. I'll
1: definitely can play a role with it. And that, that's something to consider in the treatment
0: of constipation. Okay. So as, you, as you're as you working with patients to help them deal with this, obviously you're not a GI specialist, but this is a symptoms that your patients have a lot. Especially um, when you change diet. Dietary changes. Um, what What are some things that you or tips and tricks you give to your patients to help them to deal with this?
1: My, again, I, we always say add more fiber. Well, my, my six things I usually recommend for patients is one, drink more water. Drink so more again, water, okay. if you go back to our talking about drinking water, again, good rule of thumb is take your body weight, divide it in half. That's about how much water you should be drinking. But if you're still having, this is one thing to look at. If your urine is really dark or if your stools are still really hard and you're drinking what we recommended water, drink more. Okay. So that's one quick thing. Second Sea salt. Why? To help relax those muscles, to help the peristalsis or the
0: muscle contractions to move things along. Because the salt impacts muscle contractions it's, and there's the muscle contractions in the, the digestive intestine. tract. Okay. Exactly.
1: So you need the, the, the electrolytes to allow those muscles to contract and restrict or uh, contract and relax to move things along. So adding okay. salt. Okay. Number three, adding a little bit more fat. Okay. healthier fats because it helps lubricate the whole GI tract because your body can only absorb so much, especially if you add more than it's used to. It can kind of go through quickly. So if you're really constipated, that's one thing, but you in the bathroom can become very good friends. So take it slowly, but gradually increase that okay. can definitely help. Next is actually activity, kind of help move things along. So walking, dancing, physical activity helps move things along.
0: Yeah, I've noticed that sometimes in my early mornings I'll go running and I'll be halfway in my middle of my run and I, I'm i in a tough spot because my bowels have woken up. And so, yep. but when I'm moving, I think that helps my yeah. my body.
1: And again, a lot of runners, when they're doing longer distance will actually add something to slow down their gut so that doesn't happen. Okay, okay. So, that's fair. So if you, you are a long-distance runner and you have that issue, that's not that we want to use medicines on a regular basis, but that's one thing to consider is trying to alter that and just change your running habits and stuff and see if it helps. But okay. yeah, that's why part of it, the movement, definitely helps. The next is a probiotic, okay, which is actually kind of think of a probiotic as putting bacteria almost like seeding the bacteria in the lining of the intestine, the small and large intestine. We're trying to put the right type of bacteria there. And hopefully if we're changing the environment, the good bacteria can thrive and the bacteria, the not so good bacteria or bad bacteria actually don't thrive. So it's ramping it up. It's so almost like feeding or uh, sowing seeds to a garden. We're trying to replenish the, the good type of stuff. And then the last is fiber or a prebiotic. And that's what basically a prebiotic is, is more of a fiber component that actually feeds the bacteria. Okay.
0: So let's see if I remember them all. We got water. Mm -hmm. Drink enough water or more. Salt. Preferably sea salt. Sea salt, right. Because
1: it's the sodium and chloride, but the magnesium and the potassium also. Okay. Muscle cramps are usually because of the magnesium deficiency, potassium deficiency, or zinc deficiency.
0: More good fats? Yes. Oh boy, no. Nah. Running exercise. Thank you for the prompt. Running exercise. And then um, Pro- probiotics. And then prebiotics or vegetables or fiber. Yes. Above the ground vegetables. And that can kind of help get the body going as well. Yeah. So Awesome. Thank you. Hopefully this is helpful, everybody.
1: Drink more water. Add some salt. Yes. Okay.
0: Have a good day, you guys. Thanks for joining us on the Why Weight Elevate podcast. We want to hear what you think about this podcast and encourage you to continue the discussion in our Facebook group, the Why Weight Elevate community. Also, if you found this episode to be helpful, can you share it with your friends that would appreciate listening to it? And if you found our podcast to be helpful, we would love it if you would leave us a review. It helps others hear about our podcast, and we really want to help as many people as we can. Thank you for taking a moment in your day to spend time with us.